Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Oscar Arana. I'm your host, and welcome to the Film Garage Podcast. take a quick second to welcome all the new subscribers to the podcast um thank you guys for being a part of this community um we're we're still growing so you know slowly but surely and um you know there's going to be a lot of really cool things coming up in the near future so just stay tuned um i know that you're here because of the october contest and uh, we're going to be making an announcement pretty soon on that so um just just hang out and uh enjoy the podcast so I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about uh, Halloween and uh, hope everybody's gearing up for that. Um, one thing that I noticed at the stores is that even though we're in October, which means technically it's Halloween, right? Um, I've noticed a lot of stores have already put up the Christmas stuff, which is kind of weird to me because it seems like every year it, it's it's getting the Christmas decorations are coming up sooner and sooner and sooner. And it's, I don't know. It's just, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, I would like to enjoy Halloween. I would like to enjoy the start of fall, excuse me, the start of fall. And, you know, they completely just bypassed Thanksgiving. And I mean, my birthday is towards the end of the year, actually November. And, uh, you know, I like this season. It's uh, I live in Southern California, so you don't really get um, a ton of seasons. You know, either you get uh, really hot summer or a really cool summer, and there really isn't any wiggle room. Like that's it. You know, I think last year we actually ended up getting a decent amount of rain, which uh, to me was very surprising. And they're saying in the news that. You know, our drought, even though it's 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 um, it's been more or less replenished, it's technically still not over because, you know, um, we we have the really hot summer and the really cool summer. So it's 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 crazy and really cool summer is really December. So it gets kind of cool. I think it's like mid 70s or something like that. I don't know. So if you don't live in California, it's uh, it's it's weird. Like uh, I used to live in New York. And we actually had four seasons, you know, and I enjoyed that. I loved that. Um, uh, I actually had my first experience with snow um, in in Brooklyn, New York, and I'll never forget that. That was a really cool experience. So, um, but like I said, you know, my B, my birthday's coming up, my B day, <laughs> and um, you know, I'm still in my early 30s, so I'm very grateful for that. You know, I got a few gray hairs already, so. Um, you know, I can't do anything about that. Um, that's that's just part of, I guess, growing up, uh, even though I still feel like I'm a kid sometimes. So um, I'm actually I want to tell you a story about a friend of mine whose birthday is on November 1st. So he he asked me one time, you know, do you want to know the story about me, about him, excuse me, uh, and why his birthday is on November 1st? Now, I'm over here thinking like, OK, well, you 
you really don't have a choice as to when your birthday is, but you know, um, you know, humor me, like, tell me why, tell me why your birthday is on November 1st. And, uh, he told me that when his mom was ready to give birth to him, it was actually on Halloween night on October 31st and they rushed to the hospital. They told his dad that it was time for him to, to come out to the world. And, uh, and his dad said to his mom, you better not have him on October 31st. You better hold him in until November 1st, because I don't want a Halloween baby. And, um, obviously I don't know the biology on that. I don't know, you know, uh, how, how that would have worked, but lo and behold, she waited until November 1st. I think it was like 12.05 or 12.10 or 12.07, I don't know, a.m. to have him just so his dad could say that his his son was born on November 1st. So I thought that was a very interesting story. I, I've never heard of anything like that before in my entire life. And I will always remember that. That's one of those things that you just won't forget. So. Um, me personally, I've actually never, I'm not the type of person that'll celebrate my birthday. I will, I will celebrate other people's birthday because I think that's awesome. You know, uh, it's definitely a call for celebration, but me, I'm more of, um, you know, uh, I guess you would call it an eccentric type. I don't really do a lot of stuff for myself, but I mean, if other people want to do stuff for me, that's cool. I'm not really like, you know, um, against that, but me personally, I don't, um, I don't really celebrate anything for me. So like, I don't, I don't remember doing anything for college graduation or anything like that. So, you know, it's just, it's just a personal preference. I've never really, uh, done anything crazy. So I don't think this year is going to be any, any different. Um, you know, we'll, me and my daughter will probably have a, you know, father daughter date and go to John's incredible pizza, which is, up the ways and it's like this um it's uh it's a pizza parlor a buffet kind of deal and then they have like all the updated arcades and stuff and she really digs that so we'll probably just do that so i'm not um i'm not too worried about it uh today today i actually want to talk about luke cage um and one of the things that i've noticed in social media and on the news is that you know, they're, they're, um, they're talking about Luke Cage, but, um, it's very controversial. And to me, it's not, you know, um, I grew up in the nineties, so I know that Luke Cage isn't the first black superhero. You know, there's been plenty, there still are a ton of black superheroes. Um, you know, the, the ones that I can just think about, think about right now is, is War Machine and Black Panther and Iron Man. I think uh, Black Panther is actually getting his own movie, which is kind of cool. Uh, but back in the day, back back in the '90s, where I grew up, Meteor Man was was a big deal, um, and I could think of somebody else. Uh, you know, there's Falcon. Obviously, there's Falcon and Hancock in 2000 or you know 2010 or something like that. So. Um, Hancock to me was a really good movie. It was like the anti-hero movie. And 
Uh, I don't know the details on it, but I'm hoping to make a Hancock 2 eventually. Um, it's I know it's been a really long time, so I don't know if that's actually going to happen or not. So, But, I mean, if it does, that would be super awesome. Um, you know, and that's just a really quick list. I don't off the top of my head. So I don't, I don't, uh, I don't want to go on all day about that, but, um, I don't, I don't know what's up with the controversy. Like that's one of the things that just doesn't make any, any sense to me. Now, is it because it's on Netflix or is it because it was a predominantly black cast? Like, you know, that's, that's what I don't get. And, uh, I mean, it was a great show. It was like 13 episodes. It's a little mini series for Netflix. And honestly, I think, I think the hype that social media and the news brought to it actually made it better. Um, I think that's probably one of the reasons why uh, I watched it. Um, I mean, you know, other than Daredevil and Jessica Jones and everything and, uh, you know, Iron Fist coming out eventually and them making the the Defenders show um, on Netflix. So um, the, the way I saw it is most superhero shows like the ones I mentioned, um, they, they have a, they have a thing about starting slow and probably because they're trying to, they're, they're all origin stories because it's season one. Right. But they're just trying to tell you, uh, all the background about the, the character in this case, Luke Cage and where he came from and what he's doing and, and, uh, you know, why he does the things that he does. So, um, it started off slow, but eventually it actually started getting really, really good, which, um, I guess that's just, that's just the way they have to do it now. So, um, you know, because it, it almost feels like a superhero movies coming out every, every other month, um, or superhero show. <laughs> um, they, they have the ending three quarters of the way in and they change it up, which you don't really see a lot of that. Um, especially with with the newer superhero shows you know you feel like uh with the the final episode and with the entire season in general or miniseries uh it, you get the same concept where about 3 quarters of the way in it just it just feels like the ending and but it it keeps going because there's there's it, 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 there's more to it, you know, and I think that's great. It's a little different and, um, it shakes things up a little bit. So, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of cool. And I've noticed that in, at least in this particular show, they actually talk about a lot of real issues of men of color face today, which is, you know, the realities we see on the news and stuff. So I think it's coincidental that the show came out when it did. And you know, what's with what's, what's on the news and, um, you know, they have a scene where a boy gets beat up by a cop and obviously far worse things have happened in real life. But, you know, that's just one of those things that kind of, kind of hits home because you see it on the news and you see like a lot of these bad things happen and, you know, it's, um, it's relatable. It's one of those things that is happening right now. So I think the timing of it is, is kind of cool because, uh, you know, um, it kind of makes you open your eyes to, to what's really going on out there. So, uh, one of the characters, uh, Misty played by, played by Rosario Dawson. Uh, I don't really understand her character too much. Um, in Luke Cage, uh, 
being that she is Luke Cage's love interest. And um, what kind of gets me is that she's also in Daredevil. And I saw Daredevil first. Um, I saw all the seasons, all the miniseries. And it just makes it seem like uh, Misty, Rosario Dawson's character, is also Daredevil's love interest. So that crossover, even though she's the same character in both shows, is cool. But the 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 thing that gets me that I don't understand is um, her being both the love interest of Daredevil and Luke Cage as well. So, you know, that's something that hopefully if they make another uh, season of Luke Cage, it'll it'll explain everything or they explain it in um, in the Defenders uh, miniseries. So. And Luke Cage, uh, from the way it starts, he didn't want to be a superhero. Um, There's a guy by the name of Pops that gets killed in in the show. And his story is, he's a barber. He used to work with somebody named Cottonmouth that we're going to be talking about a lot. And um, he changed his life. He used to be a badass and, and did a lot of bad stuff. And he opened up a barbershop which everybody considered Switzerland. Now, um, Switzerland is one of those countries that nobody invades. You know, they, they never go to war, or at least for the most part, they don't. And if there's any controversy between two countries, uh, they go to Switzerland to work it out. At least that's that's what I get. That's what I understand of it. So, you know, uh, Pops's barbershop was Switzerland. And... Um, an associate of Cottonmouth. Um, well, let me backtrack a little bit. Uh, Cottonmouth is the bad guy in the show, and at least one of them. And he puts out a hit on Luke Cage for a hundred thousand dollars. And one of his associates takes it upon himself to go to Bob, Pop's barbershop and light it up. You know, there's a lot of gunfire, and at this point, they don't know that Luke Cage is bulletproof, so. This guy's going crazy, shooting everything up, and ends up killing Pops. So this is the reason why Luke Cage uh, starts to go after Cottonmouth. Now, Cottonmouth owns a club in Harlem. That's that's his pride and joy. It, you know, they play a lot of really cool music, and, it, you know, it's very dark. So to me, that grabs my attention because I, I like a lot of, you know, dark-themed things. So, And like I said, Cottonmouth wants to be the baddest and the greatest gangster in town. So Mariah is a councilwoman who represents the district of Harlem. She also happens to be cousins with Cottonmouth. So Cottonmouth includes her in his plan to run Harlem. But, you know, you get the sense that all Mariah wants to do is just make Harlem a better place for, in general, the community, you know. And there's a building called Fort Knox that Mariah does her work out of. And just happens to have all of Cottonmouth's money stashed into it. So what Luke Cage does is he raids that building and um, he takes, I think, I think it's probably like a duffel bag worth of money. And he makes all this noise and he comes in and he just starts, uh, you know, beating people up and there's gunfire everywhere and he's bulletproof. So nothing happens to him. And he gets... He, he gets a duffel bag and he just takes off. But 
um, that grabbed the attention of the police. So they end up taking his guns, end up taking all his money, and it never comes on the news because people were paid off. And, you know, because of the councilwoman Mariah uh, working out of there, they wanted to keep it hush hush. So, you know, and we, we see how Luke Cage becomes to be, you know, his origin story. Um, the time that he, he did at Seagate. Um, and in a, in an essence, his backstory is he used to be a cop and he was framed for, I'm assuming it was murder because he's out of prison and he's going to spend a lot of years there. So, uh, he becomes a prison fighter, an underground secret society of like a prince of prison fighters or whatever. And he, uh, he's really good at it. Like everybody he faces, he just beats him up and he lays him out, you know, and, um, in, in a situation where he's at his cell, there's actually, uh, these two prison, uh, prisoners that come up to him and just stab him, and they pretty much leave him hospitalized. So that's the reason why one of the doctors at this prison decides to put him into this like acid bath, um, cylinder kind of deal. And that's pretty much how he turns his skin into essentially what's, what's considered his armor. So it's, you, you, you can't pierce it. You can't shoot it. It's, it's essentially bulletproof. So, um, so it's, it's pretty crazy. And, uh, there's this scene where while at the club Cottonmouth owns, he and Mariah are having a conversation about like her loyalty and he brings up his uncle molesting her and how she wanted it because of the way she dressed. And she just snaps, like she throws him out of the window from the second story and he falls to the lower floor. And now you can just see it in her eyes. It's like she's at a red zone and she's going crazy. So she grabs a mic stand and just starts going at him and just kills him. Like it's, it's such a crazy scene because it's so dark. And they're playing music behind it. So it just, it makes it even better. So it's such a crazy little, crazy little scene. So at this point, the new bad guy, Diamondback is introduced. Now he, he's a little bit different because, um, he comes in and he's introduced as the guy that is supposed to kill uh, Luke Cage because he has this bullet that even though, um, it's really expensive, this is the only bullet that he claims can kill Luke Cage and it's called Judas. And, um, you know, there's, there's a fight scene between Diamondback and Luke Cage where, um, Diamondback shoots him with a bullet and it actually pierces his skin. But not only that, um, once it penetrates the body, it explodes. So, um, you know, there's this crazy fight scene. He shoots him once. And Luke Cage runs away because he sees what's going on. And he's like, this is different, obviously, because before he used to think that he was just bulletproof. And right before Diamondback shoots him for the second time, Diamondback tells him that he's his brother. Now, a little bit of backstory, uh, Diamondback and Luke Cage actually grew up together. They were best friends. Once you start going into further into the backstory, you, you kind of see that they actually were brothers. Um, what happened was uh, Luke Cage's father was a minister at a church and he used to have an assistant he was having an affair with. So, you know, with affairs, you know, things happen and 
she got pregnant, but Diamondback never took the minister's, his father's last name. So the minister gets his wife pregnant, which happens to be Luke Cage. And now, you know, the, you have these two kids growing up together, but they never knew there were, there were brothers. They just thought they were friends, but there was always this tension. So once Luke Cage gets shot by this bullet called Judas, or at least he gets shot twice. Um, he goes to Misty Rosario Dawson's character and she pretty much just takes him to the doctor that made Luke Cage the way he is. And um, they pretty much go there to see if she can actually, uh, or he can actually fix him. And, um, you know, while Luke Cage is away, he's essentially framed for murder and a warrant's put out for his arrest. And uh, Mariah pays a waitress at the club to say that Luke Cage was actually the one that killed Cottonmouth, even though, you know, we all know it was her. So this was actually the way Mariah uh, was able to convince the police chief to buy Diamondback's bullets that pierce Luke Cage's his skin. Um, we all know at this point that the media knows who he is and what he's about. And Mariah just pretty much just tells everybody that the only way we're going to be able to stop people like this is that uh, we buy these bullets. So we actually have a chance of survival. So, you know, they, uh, they explode inside of you. So they're pretty dangerous. They're pretty crazy. So, um, we see that diamondback has a secret weapon, which isn't revealed to the last episode. He's made this suit that works just like Luke Cage. It's bulletproof and it gives them like the supernatural strength. And, you know, they have a big fight uh, in the beginning of the last episode. And Luke Cage just beats the crap out of Diamondback. You know, but there's still literally half an episode left. So I thought that was a little abrupt that right at the middle of it, you know, it feels like it's like it's over, you know. But um, if, what they ended up doing is the the they ended up... Um, wrapping up all the the backstory so um i thought that was pretty cool um you know the the second part of that episode is just him him being taken back to prison because when he got his powers he technically escaped um there's a there's a huge explosion and um instead of him uh going back to his prison cell he broke out so everybody thought he just died but um and that's the reason why he changed his name to Luke cage um, I actually don't remember what his original name was, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. Um, the, the last scene is the doctor that gave Luke Cage's powers standing over Diamondback in the hospital room because, um, after the fight, I mean, he, he, uh, Luke Cage laid Diamondback out. So, you know, we just, in, in the very last scene of the episode, we see Diamondback just unconscious in a hospital room. So. You know, and this doctor is like standing over him and uh, what the doctor does, he actually ends up walking to the door and he shuts it. So this uh, this kind of gives me the indication that um, he's going to try to give Diamondback the same powers as Luke Cage. So and the reason why is because since they're brothers, they share similar DNA. So since all of the other volunteers at the prison died during the experiment, uh, only Luke Cage surviving, maybe what he's going to try to do is um, because they share that similar DNA, he might be able to survive 
the experiment and in hopes to give him, you know, the same powers. So it's uh it's a crazy show. There's a lot of details that I left out because there's just so much that's going on. So check it out, you know, if you have a Netflix account. Um, you know, watch it. It's it's roughly 13 episodes. They're roughly 45 minutes to an hour each. So um I fortunately had the opportunity to binge watch it and uh I, I definitely took advantage of that because uh you know, I don't know when I would have another chance to, to, to do that. So, um, check it out and then tell me what you think. Tell me, shoot me an email to Oscar at film garage podcast and share your, um, your thoughts on, on the show. Hey, if you have a movie or TV show you want me to talk about, shoot me an email to oscar at filmgaragepodcast.com. And if I choose your email, I'll read your comments on the podcast and talk about the movie or TV show of your choice. If you want to listen to previous episodes, check out filmgaragepodcast.com. For the latest updates, follow me on Twitter or Facebook. I'll provide the links on my site. Don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and family. Let's help build and grow this community together. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and have a great day.